wouldn't be fond of drinking, but when I go at it, I do go at it awful and very hard. I do have 45 pints in, in about two hours. I'd have a packet of crisps then and maybe an old packet of uh, peanuts. And I'd go for probably... Hey, Pat. <laughs> hey, Owen. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. Fancy seeing you here. Welcome, everyone, um, to the inaugural Just For One podcast. I'm going to say podcast. Yeah. Um, podcast about pubs. As podcast one about pubs. Why are we here? We just sort of want to sort of just talk about, yeah, just set this up as a way of just sort of talking about um, pubs and sort of the history behind them, the stories we have, because they have sort of become quite a, an integral part of sort of our lives, part of college, part of social lives, all that type of stuff. Um, so just as a way of sort of hanging out, just chatting about pubs, um, something we do on a regular basis anyways. Um, we do. So may- a too much. Too much, probably. But why don't we sort of kick it off? So Matt, why don't you tell? Well, what's your hey? What's your? Do you want to give your full name? Yeah, let's do full. I'll, I'll give my yeah, full name. I, 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 I'm, I know I'm who you are. Disclosing um, details. Yeah. So um, name, age, favorite pint, and favorite pub to kick it off. Cool. Okay. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, I'm my name is Matt McGowan. Um, I'm 24 years of age. Favorite pint, uh, gotta be. It's gotta be a cross between, not like mixed, but like. Uh, either a Guinness or a Harp, definitely. If I had to pick a lager and a stout, and my favorite pub it doesn't exist anymore, uh, sadly. But I'd have to say the Longstone, um, down beside Trinity College. Lots of favorite happy memories there. If I had to pick one that does exist, currently it's probably the Lord Edward, um, upside Christchurch. It's a fun, fun <laughs> time, fun spot. I I always have this sort of idea. My always on thinking pound. Your favorite pint is that. It- your favorite pint in Dublin is Guinness, but then up 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 north, up home is Harp. Yes, yeah, that's that's definitely tr- that's, that's so, I think you're on the money. The, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I am I hail originally from Belfast, um, but when I'm up here, I tend to drink more lagers, so I drink a lot more Harp. But when I'm down living in Dublin, uh, just drink a lot more Guinness just because it's better and it's very there's only like three bars in Dublin that I know of that serve are really incredibly difficult to come across <laughs> but yeah on the money uh, so Owen uh, same to yourself uh, you comfortable giving your full name yeah. uh, I don't know why Andrew I said Ridge. that <laughs> <laughs> uh, your name your age your favourite client and your favourite pub please um, hello everyone my name is Owen Clark I am 23 years old um, favorite pint? Then I would say most. I would go for Guinness most times. But then I also do Smithwick's Red Ale. Is sometimes if I'm not in the mood for for the, the creamy the creamy stout of Guinness. Um, favorite pub? Don't give out to us for saying this. I would have to also <laughs> say again. Favorite one was the Longstone R.I.P. And then as I was thinking of where I could do my next one. Matt also said to Lord Edward, which I think is a, a testament to testament to the amount of times we sort of go for pints and we sort of just go to the same pub over and over again. This was not scripted. No. Uh, <laughs> we did not script this. <laughs> um, yeah, we only started going there, was it, twenty the end of tw- 2019, so quite quite recently-ish. Yeah. I know it's like the start of 2021, but still, like it's for us. Yeah, it's, it's a, a recent addition yes. uh, to our lives. Well, yeah, but then it's 
what's nice about there is you go for your pint and then you also go for the bag of chips outside um on the way home um so obviously that's that makes it a great addition um yeah i think that's <laughs> copying awesome. matt's answers um, apologies <laughs> about that for the lack of originality <laughs> cool so i suppose just to kind of briefly talk about what the podcast is about um i suppose this whole idea really stemmed from i told you about this a long time ago now really um i kind of had an idea in my head of doing something like an instagram page uh just sort of promoting pubs i guess um is the best sort of description i can give you came up with a very good line uh we're not alcoholics we're just <laughs> alcohol enthusiasts and i think that's kind of the best uh, descriptor um merchandise to follow this is it <laughs> Flying off the shelves. But yeah, I think like definitely over lockdown, I kind of get influenced um, just by sort of missing being able to go out, not in like a rude party kind of way, but just like the communitas that a pub can bring and like the people that you meet, the stories that you can bring, stories that you can tell. And yeah, that's just like definitely been something that's missing the last coming up to a year now. Definitely. Um, I guess like we have both definitely been out to like see people at pubs social distanced of course uh when we can um but it's usually <laughs> under the you know sort of lockdown restrictions uh having to get food with your pints and that sort of thing so it's just not the same kind of vibe anymore you kind of feel a little bit like the pressure like you know sugar i'm on a timer here to see whoever it is you're going to see and then be on your merry way again i was actually thinking about this the other night um this was back in what february time I came in to town like, to just to deviate, but just as, as we were talking there, like one of the last times I think I was out, out, out in Dublin pre-pandemic, I met you up at, up at the gate and then went to that, was it Sonic Furs concert in, for the Bloody Bears. Oh Bears. God, yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> um, and it was just, I, I wasn't planning on going out um, and no, I was like, no, do you want to no. we go, we go for one. And then it ended up going to this concert and then actually meeting loads of people I haven't seen in ages and just like having just a, one of those impromptu good night, like great nights. Um, but yeah, just to, as I, as I said it there, just to touch on the name of the podcast, just for one, um, <laughs> trying to think ooh, this was like the name even for your, the name of your Instagram page. Um, yeah, yeah. now it turned into podcasts which is just like usually we we would just say to each other oh do you want to just go for one which always ends up being two three usually four, yeah. more than one <laughs> <laughs> which is fine moderation is is key well yeah so that's that is how the name of the podcast came about um yeah if anyone is anyone is interested in that it's uh it's definitely a phrase that i've adopted more ever since <laughs> ever since meeting you because yeah it's like just going for one usually turns into more than one it just means that you're gonna stay in the one pub <laughs> like you're, I, I you're gonna stay on for a while i feel like i i always i always say it to sort of entice like yourself or someone to come out being like i don't know if i should or not and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah look, we'll oh just, it's an we'll excuse just, it's yeah, totally we'll just go for one. <laughs> so yeah on that note uh without further ado uh owen and i are going to chat about some of our favorite pubs over the next while and just kind of talk through why we like them, why we miss them, what the vibe is, pretty much. Um, and we hope that you feel influenced <laughs> or inspired to maybe go visit them uh, if you haven't already. 
that's kind of the end. This is it's like we're not getting sponsored or you know, <laughs> no. anything to, to advertise these. It's just we just miss we just miss the crack. No pubs have um, been in contact with us to be like, oh, can you talk about this yet? Yes. No, not um, yet. I suppose I'll kick off, Owen. Yeah, uh, my ahead. first pub okay. I'd like to talk about uh, is the Shakespeare of Parnell Street fame. I'd just written a couple notes down, but like I, I ended up writing a Bible and I had to shorten <laughs> that time to what felt like a paragraph. Um, the there's just so Bible. much there's so much information okay. I've had to cut out. So Shakespeare, uh, where is it? It's located on uh, Parnell Street. Uh, it's kind of beside Parnell Square. It's attached onto Kinchy Hop House, and that'll come into, that's a fun little trivia piece that'll come into <laughs> effect uh, in a little while. I didn't know that there was a, a pub or wine slash spirit merchant there um, for, I can't remember the date, but it's like over 170 years. It used to be called the Rotunda Tavern until the 1940s, and then it changed hands and became the Shakespeare. Thereafter, it's located in Dublin's Asian centric sort of inner city, uh, which very much folds into the whole architecture of the place. It feels like a very like old man kind of pub at a glance. Like you'd look in and you'd be like, oh, this is like any other pub. But the staff are like all really young and like mostly Korean. And they all kind of share sort of the same, they juggle their roles as waiters and waitresses and bartenders. So like one of them will maybe like serve a table for food and then they'll jump straight behind the bar and make like the G&Ts and stuff. It's really fun to watch. <laughs> um, they're just so versatile. Yeah, they've got like a cool little like smoking area out the back as well. And there's like loads of like Korean murals and stuff on the walls. Just the whole decor of the place is like really, really lovely. It's really warm, welcoming, cozy. And they really like know how to use the space. There's like uh, this really like sort of window ledge out the back uh, of the kitchen. And you can kind of see like the cook sort of leaning out to like take herbs and stuff that are like growing out there. It's like really, that's just an extra touch. Yeah. It's like efficiency and it's like cool to watch, you know, because you know exactly where your your herbs for your food are coming from, where they go. Speaking of the food, really, really top quality. Um, first time I had yakisoba was there. Never tasted anything like it before. So, so tasty. Um, and they also have their own pint, which is called the Shakespeare Lager. Um, it's only like four euro fifty as well, which is like a steal for Dublin City Centre to like find a, a pint of lager for under board from like yeah. five six quid um sub five euro is a ideal like it, it's unheard like it's, it, it's yeah. becoming unheard of pretty much yeah it's like it's always a weird thing in dublin to get changed from a fiver for a drink <laughs> it's like, what's this coinage what's going on i also remember reading the ages ago like uh, i don't think it's still a thing this is like from a review or let's say reports like an article from like 2015 but it said how they used to have like a student sort of loyalty scheme thing <laughs> They give you like a wee card thing. It was like kind of like a coffee shop loyalty card. Like yeah. they'd stamp each of your drinks, and if you got up to six, you'd either get a free pint or a free meal under like a certain amount. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's still a thing, but like that's a really good incentive <laughs> to keep going. Just thought I'm gonna have to go and test the waters of that and see. That, <laughs> you guys still doing loyalty cards? <laughs> just max out your max out the card one night. Go to a group of like two people, max it out. Max, I didn't get you dinner at the end for free. I that's guess. it. That's that's a shout. That's a shout. Yeah, they also have. Just, you just remind me. Actually, they have like loads of different like Asian sort of snacks and stuff as well. Like you just reminded me. I did have. They've got like shrimp flavored like crisps and stuff, and like um, I'm pretty sure they have yakisoba flavored like little puffs or whatever. It's like it's really yeah. sort of 
it's an interesting place where it's like you walk in any pub and you just kind of like a bacon fries yeah. you know like scampi but it's like just another sort of um <laughs> just variety just variation on like pub on yeah. pub snacks i suppose um this is always fun to try new things if there's three words i could sum it up in i would say narnia like uh very chill and very welcoming just a great wee spot if you haven't checked it out before depots do i'm pretty sure that they were doing and takeaway stuff as well from the restaurant from kimchi hot house and um, during lockdown not sure if they're open currently but do check them out um you can get them on uh facebook and i think you can get them on instagram but yeah definitely check them out if you haven't already i know that you haven't oh no. gonna lead on yes, to that point I was gonna say that. <laughs> we were meant to go and then yeah lockdown. obviously lockdown. <laughs> just... <laughs> multiple Take lockdowns lockdown. at this, this point um yeah so i actually haven't been there this is like the first time just from doing this podcast the first time i've heard of it yeah so then why like here's a question for you okay okay why was why did you choose this to be the first pub do you ever talk about on this pubcast or podcast um i suppose context i work up at the git theater usually when things are normal quote-unquote which is just around the corner from it um like two-minute walk um, so I would be sort of down Parnell Street for like lunch and stuff. But I was introduced there when I, I was introduced to the Shakespeare when I started working there. And it just kind of stuck with me, I suppose. I, I, yeah. I think like thinking back, it was definitely one of the last places I had any kind of social, major social gathering with people before March lockdown last year. So yeah, it just kind of stands out to me. Just like, just miss work. I miss, I miss yeah. them, miss the people I work with. Um <laughs> And yeah, the Shakespeare has just kind of been a uh, an addition onto, you know, one of the perks of where I work. You know, yeah. it's just one of these uh, new sort of locations that you discover from uh, the people you work with. I, I I always thought that like going for pints after work always was like they always tasted better like going like working whatever and then going. Oh yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. After you've done like a nine-hour shift yeah. and you're just like <laughs> sweats hanging off you, your arms are wrecked from lifting whatever walk in pint of shakespeare lager please and you just yeah. chill e- you just relax. even the impromptu ones where you're like oh you've no plans starting your shift and then it all turns out into like halfway throughout your shift or like near the end then it's yeah. like i always i always found that like the impromptu ones where you don't know you're going for a drink afterwards i always turn out to be like the best yes. yeah i know exactly i know exactly what you mean yeah i think that's how i was introduced to it actually i was like gonna go home and a handful of people work with like oh we're gonna go to Shakespeare you wanna go to Shakespeare I was like what the hell is Shakespeare <laughs> um thinking it was like well another theater like what's going on no <laughs> so my introduction to it was very Narnia I was like I have yeah. no idea what I'm walking into why is that guy serving food but now he's behind the bar yeah yeah it was it was a fun intro and just like it's one that stuck with me um so, so, so yeah definitely check it out if you get the chance so there's no connection between like William Shakespeare, the playwright slash drama person, drama none, none that playwright. I find. No, okay. no. I like there is. I think that there is a bust of him somewhere in the bar. I think that there is. I can't remember exactly where location wise, but I, I, I searched and I couldn't find a thing. I, I think <laughs> I, I would associate it maybe with the proximity to both like the Abbey Theatre and the Gate Theatre, but I don't think either of them are like particularly renowned for you know, putting on too much uh, work to Shakespeare. So, 
anyone's guess is good guess, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess you're just if anybody like, knows, please please do write in. Uh, I guess you just I'll have to money. visit to find out. Uh, Owen, uh, what do you what do you got? What do you what, got for me? What's in my pint glass? Um, <laughs> so yes, I have chosen to talk about with the stag's head, which I feel like a lot more people would have heard of. No, I could be wrong, and um, but it is one of Dublin's more like famous pubs. It has a long history. First, the f- tavern sort of a tavern was for, first on the spot in 1780, and um, so going all the way back. So a bit of history there. As we know, it was the as the sort of building it was. It was the, the 1830s. It was the John Bulls Albion Hotel and Tavern, um, and kind of developed into this very popular spot because you're near like Dame Street, College Green. Um, a lot of bankers, finance people around that, around that area, the British administration and stuff as well. Like it's prime location for for a, a pub. Um, there's a music spot then developed like the downstairs in the 1840s, and then the the owner. Um, so what turned into the Stag's Head was by a guy called George Tyson in the 1870s. Um, so this Tyson name, there's a clock outside the building. Um, so if you actually look at it, if you look at the clock, it says Tyson there. And um, so he's the guy that sort of ran it, who overtook like quite a few different pubs. The one across the street, the Dame Tavern, used to be called the Stag's Tail. Yeah, so uh, halfway down through the road, you've got sneaky. Stag's Tail on one end and the Stag's Head on the other. Um, now, yeah, so that sort of that whole area does have quite a few, um, quite a few spots. Put it, your man Tyson sort of did run like quite a few pubs obviously they've changed names some of the more in- interesting ones or the ones i recognize was um there's one called college mooney which is now doyle's um just opposite trinity and um, grafton mooney's which is it's i think it's Bruxelles, i think um apologies for the if my pronunciation if i butchered that oh you're so fine you're so fine <laughs> i think it, what is it I wouldn't even know how to spell it to be honest. B R U X E L L E S. Yeah, yeah, and the stags like the stags head itself opened in its first door was in eighteen ninety four. So like, there's been always been a pub there. It's mm. just like changed hands and changed name. Um, even like even now over the last like twenty first century, it has like changed like owners. Probably not to the same drastic extent, just more the management. But it always sort of has with any sort of place that's been open so long it has sort of changed hands quite a few times another interesting fact is that Mick Collins used to drink there yup Mick yes Ooh. it was that it was so close like the British that like it was actually more strategic to be close to them um, yeah and that's so basically yeah actually that's like a straight that's a straight shot to Dublin Castle yeah. like. but then you also have all the the people working in the castle coming in having to drink and then if you're there you can then listen in on them. <laughs> God. There's actually I like that. slightly deviating, but like uh, I was watching a movie there quite recently where the whole plot was that like a, a guy was working in a bar, heard all these like security security guys talking about like the place that they're working, and that's how they're able to like plan this heist. Um, so even that like Mick Collins was doing it before, like he, was, yeah, he knew what yeah. he was doing. He knew what's up. He knew what's good. <laughs> um, so if you're ever looking for um, any spicy details or information, go to a bar. Um, <laughs> now it's run by the Louis Fitzgerald group who then own 
Kyo's, they own um, Bruce Ailes, the Gin Palace and the Grand Central. So it's now part of a kind of like a chain. Not a, like not a chain, like a chain in the sense of like you've got like press up or like Weatherspoons. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a larger umbrella. Today. Yeah. So it's it's sort of run by the one management company. Um, and why I sort of chose it, two things, was it was where my parents met. Because my... Cute. Yes. Cute. My, my dad used to work there in the 1980s. Obviously ran by like a, a different organisation. or it, it was ran just by a person and not by, not by a company or like a group. So yeah, and he was sort of talking to me one evening about like all the stuff that's happened. Um, yeah, it was just quite a different environment back in those days. He, one of the stories he was telling me is that two people came in and they sat in the sat in the seats, um, asking for a glass of water, and then he gave it to them. Fine, whatever. And then, it, like, how many how many minutes later, they asked for another one, and he just tells them to get up and leave because they're not paying <laughs> customers, and that they're actually taking up seats for someone who actually will take a pint. I do think it was quite a, a different culture, and it's some of the stuff he actually didn't want me to sort of talk about. Um, I mentioned some of the stuff That's to you, right. Matt. You, you can tell me after after you start. <laughs> yeah, um, some of the other stuff he was saying, but um, it wasn't doesn't put pubs even of that time, not just this place, but every other place. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, questionable stuff like today's standards, but also it was a time back then. Um, so yeah, there's always that just that sort of family connection. Um, obviously, yeah, he, I don't I can't remember the last time he was in there. I feel he probably does feel a bit weird going back in. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anywhere, even like any new old place you work, there's always that sort of trepidation of feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Another uh, one, another one. Um, but obviously, completely different organization who run it doesn't know anyone. Like that, like people connection is gone. Um, but then another reason why I recommended or why I picked it, because kind of like giving a shout out to this group, but. Um, why I started going there was there's this group, this storytelling group called Candlelit Tales, um, who did in the upstairs room what they do this like storytelling troupe, and they just a brother and a sister, and they would sort of tell all these Irish myths and stories, and it was just like kind of like I kind of fell in love with it, and it's sort of the charm of the building as well, and um, sure, just really yeah. added to it. Upstairs is tiny sort of crowded room. There's like a small bar in it. We sort of be people would be jammed in there to just be playing music, and it just yeah. I think it was just sort of fell in love with the place. You hear like the the hustle and bustle of the street outside because like the windows are yeah, quite yeah. old, and um, so like obviously not like properly insulated and stuff. So you can hear that stuff <laughs> coming in. I remember like they did stuff. I've been to them before as well, like to other locations, and I think it it just it didn't have the same feeling maybe because I just had this romanticized idea of just being, seeing them in the upstairs room for the first time. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just has such a, the building is such a charm. And for anyone who hasn't been there, it's like quite an old Victorian building. Um, yeah. It's, it's quite like the, the ground floor of the first floor is quite not antique, but like very, I don't know what, very Victorian style. There's a snug in the back. Sure. Um, a lot of wood, essentially, all like wood furniture, everything like that. Um, mm. The upstairs is kind of more like cozy with like benches and, and, and couches and stuff. Fun fact, actually, as well, it was the first pub 
to have electric lighting or even like the first spot to have electric lighting in oh, Dublin. Wow. In um, Dublin? Yeah, or in Dublin or yeah, because well, it makes sense Crazy. because you are, it is a place where a lot of people gather. Yeah, I suppose, sort of I suppose actually. That's, I did not know that. Um, That's so, very yeah. good. So to wrap it off, like I couldn't really think of like three words to describe it, but it's something I always like to say about places, especially with this history it's been through and it's like if the what if like the walls could talk like the amount of <laughs> stories and stuff that it's seen like right through like pivotal irish history as well because it's like you're smack bang in the center of dublin it's just like there's so much stuff yeah. i think yeah just compared to like a lot of a lot of other pubs as well it'd just be really fascinating to sort of get a full list of everything that's happened in that place yeah you're really bang in the center of things like it's yeah. uh, it's right in that intersection <laughs> between like dame street and george street so yeah you don't really miss you don't miss a trick <laughs> like, it, it's it's hidden away like it, it's quite centered but it's also like hidden away as well and um, there's yeah. for anyone who doesn't know where it is and um, if you're on dame street opposite the old central bank location yeah it's just like through a little alleyway there's like a there's actually a stag's head yeah, on, I was gonna the, mention. on the ground like a, I don't think I, I don't think there's anything else in Dublin that like it's it's this weird like not a weird thing it's like it's a wee mosaic yeah um of the stag's head with an arrow pointing through like a wee entry <laughs> to get through to it I don't think there's any other pub that like yeah it, has that unique kind of advertising going <laughs> for it <laughs> but it is also it is quite small as well like I remember telling someone I would meet there and I told them about it and they couldn't find it they walked straight past um I <laughs> yeah. do always get mixed up like how like walking from like Trinity say towards like Georgia Street actually at what point it, it is and I yeah I always think that it's like a, a street shorter than yeah. it usually is in my head um it's not like a like an intersection uh, street I, mean, but I always get confused <laughs> but you can actually get from it like four different sides there's the one from like Georgia Street Dame mm-hmm. Street like Dame Lane as well actually has a few actually quite a few bars and stuff there is actually a few interesting spots there um, but yeah. yeah, it's very central. Um, yeah, some pubs up that way that we will no doubt talk about in the future. Yes, hopefully, grand. Um, I think that that's all we have time for this week. But yeah, yeah lovely chatting to you. Yeah, um, lovely chatting to you. Sure, look, absolutely. Ha- hopefully, we'll be at a pub. Um, can't wait for a live pod, not for a live podcast, but a co- podcast recorded in actual pubs with pints. Yes, yes, that is soon. something that we must do. <laughs> um. And just get weird stares from the bartender when he comes to <laughs> give us another one. Wondering what, um, what we have. Because it's all going to be table service. Um, but yes, wonderful chatting to you, friend. Yes. Um, I hope to see you in a pub very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I go ahead again.